0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It's Not the Six O'Clock News. We're the happy people here on this show. And I was meant to be interviewing Caroline Williamson this week. She was going to be talking about business strategies, whether you're starting business or whether you already have one, and how to move forward with five dynamic strategies. But she had to postpone, so she'll be on next week, so you can come back then and join us then. So today, I have invited some people who wanted to get a free psychic reading. And I will be doing this until the end of August, just to make sure COVID's over by then, the last Friday of every month. So you can email me, Natasha at NatashaRosewood.com, with a question. Let us have your email address, and you can either come on the show or you can just join and we've got Gary Walters on already. Hi, Gary. Got to give you a call. It's been a while. Um, I'm very excited today to talk about a very big topic and it's called Feeling Stuck. And let's insure it your new dream. And as we go through um, COVID, It's been kind of interesting to me to see how people have reacted. Uh, I'm sure you've met people or maybe you are one of those people that says, oh, it's just a hoax. You know, the media are making a big deal of it or uh, it's a conspiracy theory. And or you're thinking, wow, this is Mother Earth protesting and saying we've all been sent to a room to have an attitude adjustment. And it's a gift of slowing down, stopping up as routine, giving us time to think and what I call pause and reset. But for some people, while this is a gift, for some people, it's very terrifying and they find themselves in a little bit of a void. Uh, things have ended, but there's been no new beginning. And I've done actually a few videos on this topic. If you want more information, you can go to my YouTube, NatashaRosewood.com and find more information there. But today I'm going to be reading some people who, uh, some friends and clients and new friends who uh, do have a question about their own lives, what's going to happen. So I think I'm going to start with Peggy here, Michael, if you can bring her up. Hi, Peggy. Hello. Thank you for coming on. I know you came on at a short notice. Uh, so, what would your question be today that you'd like to ask me? And I'll see what I can pick up for you.
1: So, just coming out of COVID with being a business owner and how to navigate all the changes that are happening in the world and then within a small business as well. So, I operate what? a massage therapy lymphatic drainage business and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of hands-on and and things. So people are a bit lazy mm-hmm. about that and right. yeah, that looks for them moving forward too as a client.
0: Well, it's kind of interesting with you because I do see you staying in the same business, but and a lot of people are doing this, slightly adjusting it. Now, have you thought about, um, I don't know how difficult this would be, but have you thought about online training to to either to the clients themselves or to other people that want to do what you do have you had any no. thoughts about that because I'm seeing you kind of setting up being in front of the big screen and you know and also I feel like a book that goes with it maybe a manual or a workbook. I know for myself I'm a consultant and normally when I see people in person it's very hands-on so I'm I'm reluctant to start that again as well. Um, and I'm offering Zoom sessions, but I'm also going to be starting an online course. So I feel like, uh, do you consider yourself to be a little bit of a teacher? Do you enjoy training or teaching people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think this is going to open up as we, I mean, this, will, this too shall pass. We're not going to have this going on forever. My intuition is that uh, in some form or another, By October this year, I feel it will be done. I was told before Christmas. And I'm hoping if we all are very careful, that will be the case. If we're not, it's going to be a different outcome, of course. But I feel that you're going to, I want to say around June or July, which is not very far away. We're in June already. Keep forgetting that. In in the summertime, I feel you kind of having an idea. And I don't know if you go uh, camping with your family, do you, at all? I see you in the trees. Yes. And do you have two boys? Are there two boys?
1: I have two girls and one, two boy. girls. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and a boy. Okay. There's something about the boy, uh, your son, unless it's, uh, one of the, um, boyfriend, how old are the girls?
1: Uh, 14 and 11.
0: Yeah. So they're not really in the age group for boyfriends yet. So I'm going to say it's your son it's going to be your son and there's something kind of special about him and i feel i don't know if it's you know out of the mouths of babes sometimes he's going to say mom why don't you do this you go, oh my god that's brilliant so it feels like you're still in the same business i don't want you they don't want you to give up at all and do you do reiki in your business is that part of what you do as well yeah because you know when you do reiki you're channeling and i feel like you're going to get And we all are as healers, you know, the healers I feel are the light workers and we're going to be coming to the forefront. I almost want to say we're going to be running the show more, much more, because we're the, we, we are, we are leading edge. We understand energy and light and what it takes to heal and we're leading humanity forward, I feel. And I feel that you're going to be guided and get messages about that. So I, I wouldn't say that you're stuck at all i would relax into this and the first first thing i did when this came up you know i could have said oh my god what about my business and what's going to happen and i just got this huge message just oh just chill natasha relax work on your writing i'm I'm just finishing my fifth book right i'm going to work on my screenplay and then my online course so i'm actually very content (laughs) to have this time and i think up until, I want to say, the third week in July for you, you can just like, well, I'll just la-di-da-di-da-di-da and enjoy it, enjoy this time with your kids because when you do begin working on this course, and I feel like there's three aspects to it. So one could be the manual or the book. One could be the teaching of the clients how to they can massage themselves. And the other one is maybe teaching other people who who want to become healers. Okay. Does that make any sense to you at all? Mm it does yeah okay good good so i'm gonna say that for you and i think you're actually a lot of us are going to be better off than we were before because we're um using uh technology more i'm not so sure i'm thrilled about that (laughs) because i'm not very techie but it really opens up our world right internationally and not just locally but internationally so and i think we're going to have to clients are going to have to get used to more of this approach it's not ideal and many of my clients want to say Natasha you over the business yet and i are going not just yet I'm waiting until July 15th so you know I think we're all going to have to adapt for the for the next little while right okay well good luck but well, I'm going to say blessings not I don't believe in luck, so blessings for a very successful practice Peggy and thank you for coming on thank you as well so- you're very welcome. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, why you might be feeling stuck, and it's a very, I think, a very misunderstood kind of state of mind. Uh, a lot of people, of course, uh, do know what they want, but they're afraid of the unknown. Um, you know, you've you've got. I, I believe that before you came to this life, we all wrote a movie script for ourselves what we were going to do in either major visiting points i always knew i was going to write a book for example um and that is embedded in our subconscious and our soul so really we do know and when i press my clients say well if you did know what would it be and people say no i don't know i don't know i don't know that's a confusion and it's a smokescreen so it's like saying um i do know but i don't want to much because there's a fear either of failure or success and depending on how you have been programmed by your family oh you can't be a writer who do you think you are you're not good enough so that comes up a lot and that stops us dead in our tracks because it's either a conscious or a subconscious thought so you may want to just start writing out like a hundred things that you'd love to do if you have the ability all the money and the freedom in the world What would be a 100 things you'd love to do? And you might kind of start to struggle once you get to around number 60. But when you look at this list, go deep, 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 deep with it and pick out the first five things that are really the most exciting and maybe even scary for you. Because that will probably be your answer to what you really want to be doing. Another reason why you might be feeling stuck, and this happens a lot, is you're carrying some unresolved grief some pain from behind uh, from the past and maybe somebody died on you and you didn't get to express that grief or you're still feeling it. Uh, maybe when you were growing up nobody ever listened to you when you were feeling pain and so you've kind of stuffed it down and you're still carrying around uh, it, all of it in your being and it's like your fault. You're up full up to the brim. So before you can take on anything new, you're going to need to resolve that grief and put it away in its filing cabinet so you can make room for new things and be, have the energy and the enthusiasm and the inspiration to say, okay, I'm going to stop this business now and this is what I'm going to do. So that's very, that is probably the most common reason why people feel stuck. So if you're looking at yourself, ask yourself, Is there anything I need to really grieve? Is there anything that I need to complete or finish off? Am I still feeling guilty, remorseful uh, about anything? How can I uh, make peace with that? Um, The third one, and this is universally true, which is scary of all of us. It's the I'm not good enough syndrome. So, you know, I love singing and I was always told, oh, shut up. You know, my brothers would really hush me up. So I got the message very clearly, Natasha, you can't sing. And I thought, You know, I'm still secretly thinking I'll take singing lessons because I love singing. I love music. It makes me feel good even if I'm just singing in the shower. So that's an example. I was also told by my sister. Uh, and I don't know if this is true, she's just been mean to me, but my English teacher had told her when I'd written this story, uh, she, she told me, my sister told me, the teacher said, oh, you can't write, you know, let's ask your sister to tell this same story. So I have the message in my head that I'm not a writer, but I have this burning desire to write. And as you can see from the three books behind me that I've published, I am a writer and I've just, finishing number five, which I'm in the process of. So don't let anybody else's opinions hold you back. Really question their motives. Are they jealous? Do they see themselves as limited themselves? So they they think you must be limited. Um, And I, I just said this to my husband the other day, walk around saying, I'm one of the best. I'm one of the best. Or maybe you are the best. So reaffirm that you're very capable that you're good enough and if you're feeling in your soul that this is what you really want to do you have to remember that this is then that gift is going to be given to you from the universe or you've chosen it as part of your script before you came here so it's what you're meant to be doing so give yourself permission and I had a beautiful story of a client who came to me and she was probably in her fifties or even early sixties. And I said, you know, you should be dancing. And um, she, she started crying. She oh no, I can't dance. I can't dance. And I said, well, why don't you just take up dancing lessons and just see how it feels? And she sent me an email couple of months later, and she said, oh, Natasha, thank you so much. I started dancing. I feel much happier. I'm exercising. I'm meeting some great people. And she discovered that she's a good dancer. So it doesn't matter what age you are, you can begin it now. So I'm just going to uh, ask my next client to come on for their reading. And there she is. Vanessa, hi. Hi, Natasha. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing very well in this COVID crisis. It seems to be suiting me, actually, the slowing down of the pace, getting lots of stuff done, as you well know. So what would be your question for today, Vanessa? Um, Well, it's kind of funny. I started, I came in here with a question in mind,
1: but as you were talking about grief, I actually started feeling this kind of constriction in my chest, and I was wondering if maybe you can pick up on anything with that.
0: Okay. Well, you know, Vanessa, uh, I should explain that I know Vanessa. We work together. Uh, She's highly intuitive herself. Sometimes she gives me little messages too. (laughs) We've got a mutual adoration club going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you've, in the last couple of years, you've really blossomed. I feel like you've really, really blossomed in terms of your self expression. Um, I do feel there's still some work to be done in that area that you're there's some heartache right Mm. some heartache and that's just you not uh giving yourself permission like we just said of really putting it all out there and seeing yourself as this you know beautiful well you're a beautiful spirit there's no doubt about that but you know what you can really contribute towards the world in terms of creativity intuition uh coaching people to be the best that they can be i know you certainly hold my hand on many a day with my technology and i'm going thank god for vanessa but there's so much more to you that still wants to come out and blossom and i wouldn't say you're stuck in that though vanessa because i think you're in process and i know that over the few years i've known you i've seen you go boom you know go from it's almost like you're going across this big raging river, and there are these stepping stones, and you're on the middle stone, and you've still got a few to step onto yet, and you can see them, and you kind of know kind of what it looks like, um, and it's a little bit scary, I think, for you because, and and I always say, God give me guts when I'm looking ahead and going, oh my God, can I really do that, right? So it's like you're 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 doing something that I talk a lot a lot. Out is you're waiting till you're emotionally ready to take to make the next leap and step onto the next stone. So we're not gonna do all this at once. This is it's taken time to accumulate this pain and it's gonna take time to uh release it and become aware of what it means and what the gift in it is, because as we've mm-hmm. talked about many times, there are gifts in in our challenges, whatever the challenges are and our restrictions. You know, I've had As you know, I would say if my mother had been psycho, I wouldn't be psychic. (laughs) And there was lots of hell and that, restrictions in that, but also lots of gifts. So looking at what you've gone through, the challenges, and saying, okay, what could be the gift of that challenge? And I'm going to claim that gift. And then when you're ready to do that, then you'll leap to the next stone. And I think in, you know, over the next two years, you're really going to, not reach a peak because we never reach our peak, you know, we just keep keep on evolving. But you're going to reach a level where you feel, okay, I'm good now and I'm going to keep moving along this path. It's like you've arrived at a place where you're ready to really get going, right? Yeah. But you won't be feeling any more pain then, so that, that'll be good. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it does. And I was getting chills as you were talking about it. So. Yeah. And there's something to do with a dog. I know you've got a dog now, but did you lose a dog as well? When I was younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it a black dog? I feel like a black dog with you. Yeah. Right. And did it get run over? Did it die suddenly or something? It died suddenly. Yeah. I feel there's still grief around your dog. Hmm. So uh, you may want to revisit that. Okay. And just maybe write, write the dog a letter. And just see what bubbles up for you. Because, you know, dog spirits hang around a lot, too. They love us. They never leave us. They go to doggy heaven and they come back and still hang out with us. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, Vanessa. Thanks, Natasha. You're welcome. And go go get them, girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So um I just want to talk a little bit about uh the COVID as well. You know, there's so many opportunities here. I think I'm hearing people talk and all my clients that are calling me and it's so interesting. I feel there's a big divide. Uh some people are really into this conspiracy thing and it's like I'm not watching any of the videos or not going there anymore because i'm saying to people we are choosing our reality now this is the whole point i think we're in ascension we're going from one frequency to a much higher frequency Um, i was told in 1985 i got a channeling that the earth would go through this rapid acceleration and amplification of energy and it's funny last year i was doing these videos and, and i was talking about that and saying The faster we move, the more we need to slow down. And then COVID happened and it's like stopped us dead in our tracks and going, whoa, maybe we're moving too fast and we need to stop and take a breath. And there might be a second wave and then we're going to go back inside again and take another breath. And, and, you know, there might be three stages to this thing, but I'm going to see each one as a gift and an opportunity to revisit. How am I being? How am I thinking? How am I feeling? How am I doing in my life? What am I contributing? So I think if we all come from this place of not victim of some bigger conspiracy, some negative 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 others are putting out there, but seeing this as an opportunity, I feel we are protected at this time. The light workers are coming into their power actually and because we know that From our thoughts and our feelings and our perceptions we can choose our reality so we can see danger lurking at every corner or we can say yeehaw, the birds are singing i'm growing my own vegetables we're going for walks and trails that we never knew existed before it's like a whole other world has opened up and that's available to everybody if they so choose so ask yourself are you victim or are you creator because nothing really exists until we give it focus and that i find really interesting that is a law of quantum physics so what do you want to experience choose it whether it's greater abundance uh, better health uh, maybe you've enjoyed this time of rest and you say i think i want to keep doing this um maybe you've had to let go of some friends who you've discovered aren't uh selfish and they've been going out and just spreading it and not really caring um, or they they don't agree with you so it's kind of an interesting time to sort through and do this cleanse as we go from this frequency to the higher frequency where it's lighter brighter and much happier dare I say so um, I think I'm going to choose my next uh, uh, person to be read, and it's the lovely Leona. Yeah. Uh, Leona. Hi, Leona. Thank you for coming on. And I know that you teach wonderful belly dancing, and you've been. What have you been doing during COVID? I'm um, teaching. I'm
1: <laughs> oh, still teaching. Okay, still teaching. <laughs> been teaching belly dance and yoga online. Online.
0: So not as
1: much. Um, and yeah, I wanted to just create safe space, that distraction for people during this strange time to give some focus routine to myself, but to also give that distraction to other people. Um, right. We're all coping and dealing with this differently.
0: Yes. Okay. So um, I know that you, uh, when I, when you emailed me, I went, Oh, the is going to go through a big change. And I think many of us are, of course, you know, this is not, this is nothing about being psychic, but, I want to say to you, um, have you thought about moving away from Kelowna? No. No, okay. It feels like there's going to be quite a drastic change for you. And I'm not too sure if you are. It feels like you're still in the same kind of area of the business that you do, you know, physical movement and very much about, you um, I want to say the feminine, and I know belly dancing is a lot about releasing the feminine, right, and being really owning our sexuality and loving it, and I love that that you do that because I think that's a big part of being empowered, especially in the feminine. But I feel like there's going to be an opportunity, and I'm going to say... I think it's this July, Leona, but you know me and my timing. It's very hard to tell. And so I'm very cautious with that because in the spirit realm, there is no time. It's just space. And, again, you have to be emotionally ready for any change that you're going to make or do. But it feels like again July that you I could see you maybe you're just going down to the coast for a visit or something but I feel there's an opportunity coming to you and somebody making you an offer say they had a very big yoga studio or uh, online business is going off the chart right now and somebody says oh you know come and join us on our online you know group or company Um, and I feel there's it's exciting I think you're like Yay, yay. You know, you're excited about it. And it's definitely going to, I see you working with other people. I don't know if you work by yourself right now, but it feels like there's, there's a much bigger group around you. You're part of a much bigger um, entity. And it's. I, I think you feel like you, you've gone up a few notches in terms of your business status. You know, so people are noticing you and what you do, and they like you. And there might be some training involved in this. So say it is some, maybe it's Google saying, come on, we're starting online, uh, yoga thing. <laughs> and I feel like they want you, this company, whoever it is, want to train you. It might be just training you how to present yourself online or market. I mean, there's lots to that, of course. Um, and you don't mind because you feel like you're, you're getting more and more professional. Not that you're not professional now. And I don't mean to say that either. But it's like you, you, you're going with the big people, right? You're going with the big yeah. people. So I feel there's going to be a move or maybe it's you're still here, but you have to go. I see you driving in your car and it feels like the coast. It could be could be Camloot for all I know, but it feels like you're going down to the coast and um, you're, you're happy to do that. And it's going to, like um, Peggy, it's going to give you some kind of reassurance of income. So should this happen again, Say, should another virus pop up or we get wave four or whatever, you go, I'm good, I'm good, I can still keep doing this. And I think this is what uh, one of the gifts of this virus has been, is to make us rethink who we are, our relationships and how we communicate. And I know online isn't the same as in person at all, but um uh, Thank God we have technology and we can still at least carry on to a degree. Uh, so I think it's going to be a feather in your cap, I want to say. A feather in your cap. Now, you have children, don't you? I do. Yes. you have two or three, I forget? Two. Two, yes. And is one of them, how old are they again? If you can remind me, Liana, please.
1: They are 14 and 17 now. Yes.
0: Yes. I think it's a 14 year old. Is she a girl? Is that a girl? He's a boy. Boy. Okay. Uh, that, okay. Boy, because I feel like there's something about this move that is a bit of a challenge. And I think it's for the 14 year old. And I don't think you're, there's something about the schooling, of course. You know how difficult it is at that age. So, mm-hmm. uh, it might be. I don't see you pulling him out of school, but this, there might be a challenge with one of the children around schooling. Um, so I'm not too sure what that is. But, you know, the bigger picture is really good. And uh, you're going to be happy. In my experience, all the people that are doing healing work, empowering work, light work, they're really men taken care of. So, I'm going to say the same thing I said uh, to Vanessa or Peggy, or maybe all of you, is just to really relax into this and view. I don't think you are stuck. I think you're in transition, actually. And you're, you know, the ending has come. Hi, Suzanne. Somebody saying hi to me. Um, the transi- the transition, you're in transition. The ending has kind of um, come in a way, but the new beginning hasn't begun yet. So, you're going, ah what's gonna happen to me kind of thing uh so be patient and i think just keep doing what you're doing i think you're absolutely on the right path let uh, let me ask you this have you enjoyed having more time with your children
1: yeah i mean i think i've enjoyed that the the shift the transition that i'm not running um in 10 different directions um so i'm i have found blessings and gratitude in every day even during covid um i mean there's definitely been the not so many blessings but i've definitely found um yeah i found gratitude in what this what COVID has brought into my life and it's just had coming out of it where am i going because my life has completely changed so
0: yes I think you've been building. I think what you've been doing so far, you've been laying foundations and building. And I see you smiling. Does that make sense to you? It does. Yeah. I've been working hard over the last few years. Yeah, haven't we all? And, you know, yeah. I I think it's gratifying to see how many people are grateful for. It's like we pushed the pause button. Like, oh. Thank God, I get to step off the treadmill. My mother actually, before she went kind of loopy used to say, stop the world, I want to get off. And I was thinking that recently and I thought, oh, oh I hope I'm not that powerful and <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> I don't think so at all. But you know, it was kind of like that. So I think we all needed to take a breath. Yes. And really, uh, and us healers too, I don't know about you, anybody that's working in this profession, um, I feel I've been inundated the last few years and all that negative energy and all that resistance to growth has been hard. So it was very nice for me just to take a pause and and catch my breath and come back to it with uh, renewed energy. And we're not back at it quite yet. So uh, I'm going to say the rest of this year might be for you, um, Leona, a chance to really just gradually, gradually keep, you know, doing what you're doing uh, polishing it, finessing it, you know. The other thing I was going to ask you, have I ever mentioned to you writing a book? Yes. Yes, because I'm getting that one too. And, you know, a book is just really sometimes a business card for what you do, and sometimes it can be, you know, the great, the great Canadian novel. But I, I'm feeling like something for you around that, but not to a fall. So if we get another shutdown in the fall, you know what you've got to do. <laughs> start writing that book. Okay. Right. Any other questions? I don't think so. It was just nice to see your face again. Yeah, you too. You're so beautiful. And keep dancing. I'll, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow All you. Right. Okay. okay. Thanks for coming on and thanks for thanks sharing. Natasha. Yeah no. See you soon. Bye. Bye. So um what I'd like to talk about is and I said this to my husband the other day too, let's have a new dream, you know i've We've just been relaxing into this uh our restrictions and personally I've been okay with it uh It's given me a chance to fit have more time for my writing to do my facebook live. I love reaching out to people in fact, I just want to say um hello to some people Carol rogers hi, Carol. I might have time to uh address your question. I know you wanted to be on today and couldn't, so I'll get to you in a second. Delana from the island. Hi, Delana. Lovely to see your name there. And um, Melanie from the island. I seem to have a lot of island people. Uh, Suzanne and, of course, Gary's up in Vernon. So, it's lovely to see some familiar names. And just a reminder to everybody, I am doing this once a month, uh, the last Friday of every month. So, the next one will be June 26th. If you want to email me and let me know if you want to be actually on the show or you can just ask me a question as you write in and I'll respond to it either with just your first name. So you don't have to be uh, divulging any big secrets here. Um, So, you know, what gifts have you discovered during this time? Um, I've just reaffirmed for me, I've just reaffirmed that yes, I love writing. It's my other passion. It's, it's kind of balances. I give out energy while I'm healing. And when I'm writing, it's like it's feeding me in some way. Both feed, both feed me as well. And both are creative expressions. So have you discovered something? Perhaps you're discovered a teaching talent while you've had to take care of your kids while you've been at home or you've found that you actually love gardening or that you'd like to grow vegetables and become a volunteer at the food bank. Uh, What have you discovered about yourself? What do you think the gift is? And again, I want to go back to the challenge because hidden in the challenge is a gift. So while we've had a restriction, it's given us time to really reconnect with ourselves, have a connection and look at how we behave during this time. I know it's not over yet, but we've had two, three months of it now. So we're kind of getting an idea. Um, I was shocked that I didn't really miss traveling in the beginning um, because I'm a big traveler. I used to be a flight attendant. You can't tie me down for too long, but I was very contentious to stay put and just have this quiet time. And uh, I didn't want to talk to a whole lot of people all the time. I just had my days when I wanted to be still. And I was very content with that. So when I when this is over and I go back into quote normal, I'm going to incorporate those days when I just do nothing, maybe, or maybe when I just spend time in my in my garden or just have another day of writing. So what have you discovered is a thing that you love to do that you weren't maybe doing before? Maybe you want to turn that gift into a new business. And so you don't know. How to begin? So next week, if you come on, Caroline Williamson will help you with that. Or maybe you've got a business like me, and you've been trucking along on the on, on a kind of a grind, and maybe you just want to change the way you do it. Like the ladies that have been on before, they're all self-employed. They're all doing um, healing work or empowering work. But maybe we've got to revamp how we do it or who we deal with. Maybe there's a whole new market out there that we never thought doing so when you sit down maybe write the script of your life that you've had so far imagine that you're the writer movie producer of your own movie and here I am this age this date 2020 and this is what it's been so far um and uh but now from here on in because we have choice now, because we're in the quantum, we're creating a new reality. We're operating from a much higher frequency that's much less physical and it's much lighter and brighter. So it's much more to do with thought and heart and emanating vibration. Whatever we emanate, we're going to attract as well. So remember, you are in charge of your own reality. You are in charge of what happens to you and you are in charge of how you perceive it. So remember, if you receive with gratitude, you're going to feel good about that. Okay, I think I've got uh, Melody who's waiting for a reading. Is that true? Hi, Melody. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for being so patient. Oh, well, I know you've well. had to sit there and listen. <laughs> 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 um, so what would be your question be today, Melody? Um.
2: So I guess I'm a little bit different. I'm not as Uh, spiritual connected whatever but I feel like I'm just existing at this point oh Uh, okay you know basically the last few months you've come up with conclusions about yourself but it's just now I need to move ahead I got no place to go okay okay
0: okay okay so um, let me just tune in and see okay that's interesting do you like uh taking care of other people like um coaching or teaching or counseling uh yeah you do yeah have you ever done any of that kind of work before uh somewhat
2: i volunteer with the red cross in disaster so
0: okay beautiful so i'm doing
2: a work contract work for them an hour a day but that's, that's
0: okay <laughs> are you enjoying that
2: yes but it's only an hour
0: okay because what i'm getting for you this is a complete new direction for you and this is interesting melody because when i was talking about grief were you able to relate to that at all oh yes of course yeah because i i want to say you need a kind of a year you you actually need another year where you are really getting in contact with yourself and i think the volunteering is perfect for you because i think it's giving a taste of what your gift is to the world and i think you've got this real sense of no nonsense come on let's get on with it uh we we can get this done uh you've got a very different style to me everybody has their own style right and you say come on put your big old panties on we're going to go and do this right exactly yeah, um, me. <laughs> uh, that, that's who you are and that's beautiful because i feel the people that you help really love that about you and really benefit from you and i feel that you're going to become a coach a counselor maybe it's life coaching um i don't know if you're ready to do a course i'm feeling you're still in grief about something and you might be still in grief about a few things and that have compounded so um if you go to my youtube channel again I've, I've done a few things on grief and i talk about how if we don't deal say say you dog died when you were five or your parents and then your parents got divorced when you were seven and then um your best friend moved away and you you were crying your parents said i had a mother you say oh shut up crying or else I'll give you something to cry about. I mean, I think it's horrible to say that to a child. But, you know, that was the era then. It's like we had to, you know, we weren't given room or space or any compassion to feel what we were feeling. So we we shut down. And I feel you're one of these people, I don't know if you, you'd agree with me, that you, brought, you were brought up in that kind of environment, Not maybe not the same. Yeah. But you now, whatever, uh, however young you are now, You need to bring that out and say, I'm going to take care of the four-year-old Melody. I'm going to take care of the seven-year-old Melody. I'm going to take care of the 10-year-old Melody. And you need to grieve each one of those separately. And as you come through the grief, and what the grief is is validating, saying, yes, that hurt. Yes, I was lonely. Yes, I was not hurt. I was abandoned in that. And just tell it to somebody or you write yourself a letter, tell it to yourself. And you really have compassion for yourself in that and have a good bowling session. Have a, have a damn good cry is what I would say. However, or you can go for a grief counselor. Uh, the other technique, which the Buddhists support is you write the story three times. The first, as it happened to you in all its gory detail. The second, as if it happened to somebody else. So Melody was walking down the street with her dog, and the dog ran out in traffic and got run over, God forbid. And then the third one, as if it's the funniest thing that ever happened to you. And when you can get to the third one, and I notice how much I laugh about, you know, how my mother treated me and the gong show that that was, right? That showed me that I was at a place where I it happened. It wasn't fun at the time, but I'd released it, and it's now on the shelf. I remember it, but I'm not attached to it emotionally anymore. It can't trigger me anymore. And that's when you know that you've really arrived at, yes, that happened, but it, it's just something that happened. And you've detached emotionally. And you can, then you've got the room to move forward with new ventures. And I, I just feel with you, you know, you've probably got anger and rage and depression and fatigue and all that kind of stuff going on inside of you. Mm-hmm because you haven't had uh somebody or you haven't been ready maybe to greet them properly does that make any sense to you
2: um yeah i've I've been working through that
0: you have yeah
2: but i guess means there are going going to say again stuck You're you're in a place where you got nowhere meeting anybody so you don't right
0: you don't right so I'm going to suggest, Melody, and, you know, this is just, you know, I don't know if you know that I do this. I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. I do quantum healing.
2: Yes, you've done it with me.
0: Right. Yeah. So it may be that we need to, you know, keep moving that forward because it's not always done in just two hours, like, a you know, flick of the, the fingers kind of thing. Yeah. It's a starting process. So, you know, I've done it sometimes with some clients three times and then they've completely transformed their lives and it's amazing and it takes as long as it takes it's not a or i'm not as good as this person or i'm I'm different from this person it's however long it takes you because it's your journey yeah right and what you've got to grieve uh so i'm going to suggest that um i think ultimately i'm going to be writing a book on grief because in this culture we really suck at it we're told to suck it up and get over it and um especially during this COVID, you know, you've obviously experienced loss of not having company, not feeling connected to anybody. So, you know, you might want to, this is just a suggestion, if you're up for it, you may want to think of people you know that are on their own and reach out to them and say, hey, how are you doing? If you feel up for it. Some days I don't want to talk to anybody. Some days I want to talk to everybody, right? Yeah. Right. And I think of all the people that are on their own, it's like, well, maybe they'd appreciate a phone call. Right. And just sharing, just the sharing can really minimize and really break down, you know, the negative feelings that we're feeling. Just like, oh, everybody's just like me. Just like me. Really. Yeah. You are, you represent 90% of the world right now, Holiday. 90% of the world. So it's to me, I don't want anybody to feel the pain I'm feeling, but sometimes that's comforting yeah. because it's like, Oh, it's not just me then. Right. I'm not going crazy. Everybody else is feeling the same thing. Yeah. I've had to remind myself of that. Right. And going, okay. So if everybody's feeling this, what could I do to limit up? What could I do to change it into just to tweak it to a slightly higher frequency to somebody else? And then always the um, the feedback of that is a positive for you, it feels good. Do you think you'd be able to do that? Yeah, I mean, try. Yeah. You do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you, this is what you got to do, Melody. Yeah. I'm suggesting something like this, that when you reach out to others, it kind of empowers you because you go, mm-hmm. well, there's my value at least, right?
2: Yeah, I mean those are things that I've been trying to do.
0: Yeah, good.
2: There were some people going through the same thing, so
0: right. Um, also, do you paint at all? No. No, that's what I get. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I'm I'm getting now the stores are opening up or order on Amazon or whatever. I'm feeling you painting and I feel like I want you to get some really uh maybe watercolor oils, whatever, you know, this is just I (laughs) know, this is exploration. This is having fun. This is like being a four or five year old and maybe even finger painting. But I feel like somebody's telling me that you need to just play with creativity. And, you know, I've thought about doing this myself actually but had had no time because I've actually been really busy. But for you to just be like a four or five year old in kindergarten and just having all the paints and just splashing color on paper, and seeing what comes out of you. <laughs> and you're going. <laughs> I can paint them all. I have to tell you, I've given this advice to quite a few people over the years. And gone, they've looked at me like you did. Like, I don't think so, Natasha. Yeah. And then they come back to me and like, look at my paintings, right? <laughs> so I just feel like I want you to express in some way and unlock what you have inside of Melody, Because I feel like you've got a very big heart. And you've got this common sense approach and you've got this very practical uh, advice support that you can give to people um, and you've got a sense of humor. I know you do. And is to start sharing that and to almost build yourself up from ground zero and just keep adding like bricks of value. So, you know, I'm, I'm a giver. I'm I am a comforter. I'm a, you know, I'm a reassurer I'm an empowerer and just keep building on those bricks and write them down somewhere or you know paint bricks and put uh, uh, something on them so where you can see them and stick it on your fridge to remind you on a daily basis of your value because what I'm hearing you say right now is like well I'm just taking up space here you know what am I doing here yeah. but you're not you, you're in, you are a healer in waiting I want to say but you can begin it now whatever you're emotionally ready for. And the other thing that happens is when we do that, we get healed as well because we, by uh, having somebody else's pain, we have our own. It's an interesting dynamic, but that's where it works.
2: Yeah. No, definitely. That's All right.
0: That. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that helps a little bit. Yeah. So let's, talk, let's talk in the, fu- in the near future again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for coming on Melody. Okay. Take care. God bless you. Um, I don't think any, uh, I have a,
2: a question from Deb Pippenberg. Okay. Uh, she says, I have a question. Uh, my boyfriend's twins are very difficult and do not treat me or him with any respect. Is there anything we can do to turn things around?
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, Debbie, I feel like this requires a long response, but I'm just going to uh, check in here and just put some possible scenarios out there that things that might be going on. Of course, depending on their age, um, you know, if they're in already in their teen years, um, <laughs> it always makes it more challenging, I feel, to become the stepmom or if you are, that, or the step girlfriend, what whatever you consider yourself to be, um, depends on the relationship with their mother and their father. And um, I think this goes deeper, but I always recommend having a conversation with them where you just really ask them questions and really, really listen to what's going on with them because it sounds like they're angry and they're resentful of something and that's coming out in this disrespect. So um, are they being listened to or, or are they being told what to do? Um, and so I was a stepmother and I would uh, have a mealtime. I would sit down with these kids and fortunately they were under 11, three under 11, so slightly easier. But they were angry at sometimes at their mum and they would take it out on me so you're just telling me they just turned 18 thank you for that information Um, and they would take it out on me because I was the one that was there and the mother wasn't so sometimes the anger is kind of diverted uh, not towards the parent that they should be angry with but the parents that are there the parents that are there but I think if you can have an adult conversation the other thing I encourage people to do is write letters to one another because that's non-confrontational and be Respectful in the letter to do what I call the sandwich letter. So start out with, I appreciate that you're you are the sons of my boyfriend. Um, I appreciate your twins and and that you were you're in my life. You know we've come together in this way. There is a reason why we've come together. There will be a gift in this. Um, however, I feel disrespected. This is the middle of the sandwich. It's a negative, and and owning uh, how you're feeling. Not saying you do this and you do that. I'm feeling uh, disrespected. I'm, I don't understand why. I'd really love to have a lovely relationship with you. Uh, can you please give me guidance? And then thanking them for their response when they feel like responding and giving them the opportunity to write back to you and, and be kind, hopefully, as much as possible, uh, but just to get to, to the bottom. Uh, and they may, may not even know themselves why they're feeling angry. I'm, I'm getting this kind of dynamic between the three three adults here uh, that there's some there's been something going on and they haven't been heard in some way and and they're feeling frustrated and angry and and they're feeling disrespected so guess what they're going to do some disrespecting that's my first um, hit on that but if you want to email me if that's if I'm missing the mark there um, but maybe try that in the beginning just to see what their response is. Um, to find out who they're really angry at and why. And then say, how can I support you in us having a a nicer relationship because I'm going to be around, so we may as well enjoy this time. And also ask them what is the gift in this. I know they're maybe not comfortable in some way, maybe resentful in some way. A lot of times when couples split up and get divorced, the kids are not asked how they feel. Or they're just ignored in some way and say, oh, they're fine, they'll get over it. And I had, my parents got divorced, and I talked to so many of my clients who've been divorced, and it's a pain that never goes away, whether they're good or bad parents. So we've got to respect how kids feel more in these changing times because it's a lot for them to cope with. And if the the anger uh, rises up, it's going to come out in rudeness, disrespectful, and eventually abuse so we want to nip that in the bud in the bud uh so deb says that's a great idea thank you very well welcome deb if i can be of any further support to you because i've kind of been on on that end of things and fortunately i had a great relationship with my kids i hope uh and uh we were friends we ended up being friends and i always supported them in being with their mother, in contact with their mother never kept them. In fact, I used to invite their mother over to our house for dinner, so we could all be together, and we could teach them that uh, although you know their parents are split up, it doesn't mean to say it's the end of that family. In fact, we're expanding the family, and they were, I think, um, very happy about that. And it just, I think, I hope it taught them that this is a way you can deal with it. It wasn't comfortable for us in the beginning. Uh, but we got over ourselves and we did it for the kids and that was um, I was very proud of that in the end so I hope that helps okay um so I don't know if anybody has any more questions but Carol Rogers uh wrote to me said she'd love to be on and she had a question she's in the process of building a house so of course of COVID come along and it's put everything on hold and uh carol has commented here i found that i don't actually hate yard work and i'm not a horrible gardener (laughs) isn't that great i know it takes there's a lot to learn in gardening and uh i I love it too and it feels very good to get dirty get the hands in the soil they say it's very good therapy for us so that's good but to answer your question carol about uh you asked about the um do you have the right um contractor yet i know you've You've spoken to several people. I feel that you've got the right contractor in the mix. And I feel I I kind of get, I don't know if I'm confusing C uh, with contractor, but I feel like there's a letter C around it. And I feel like this guy is, I don't know if it's Charles. I'm not sure. I'm hearing Charles somewhere, but that might be to do with something else. But I feel like you've already met the right contractor, and he is a little bit more pricey than the other ones. But um, I feel that he's very efficient. So, And I think you'll get that feeling from this contractor. This person knows what they're doing. Uh, They're a little bit more expensive up front, but because they're efficient, they save time down the road. Uh, because I know much how expensive that can get. They go beyond uh, budget and time and that kind of thing. So I don't know if that helps you. I'm feeling C. I feel like he's in the mix somewhere. I don't know if it's the one you're looking at right now. I feel like it could be somebody behind that person. Uh, but, you know, trust. You are very intuitive, Carol. So I'm just going to say sit with it, meditate on it, and just when it feels right, and maybe it's not the right time to make that decision just yet because this is part of the getting unstuck pro- process is realizing that we actually don't need to make decisions. We all kind of go into this rushing thing. Oh, I've got to know right now. You don't. Everything happens in the right time, the right place, in the right sequence. So I would just release it actually to the universe and just say the right uh, contractor will become evident to me in fact his name will be up and the neon i'm signing one of my dreams um and i will have the conviction of knowing i've chosen the right person so i hope that helps so finally i just want to talk very quickly about the law of conviction we talk about the law of attraction um and i've been teaching manifesting for a long time and i have been manifesting for a long time um but a lot of people will say, oh Natasha, I've tried this manifesting business and it didn't work for me. Well, I think we're all good at asking for what we want, but do we really deserve to receive it? So I, of course, probably like many of you have had the thought, oh, I'd love to win the lottery, but do I have the conviction that I deserve to receive it? So conviction is a completely different feeling. And when I manifest something, I can tell if I'm really wanting to have this gift being given to me from the universe, whether it's $10,000 or a new home or 50,000 more clients, is that what I really, really want? I can feel it in my being, and I know if it's really mine or not. So if you're asking, you're manifesting, and you're focusing on that, make sure that whatever you want to create in your new dream, you convic- you, you've got the conviction of it, envision it, visualize it. Does it feel right? Does it feel like it's yours? Do you feel you deserve it? Because if you don't feel like you deserve it, it's gonna buy, go right on by. And if you don't feel like you deserve it, work on your deservability and say, of course I deserve to win a million dollars and take the rest of my life off if that's what you really want. Uh, on the other side of what you're attracting or working on attracting in your dream, You may think you want it and find out, gosh, I really don't. Do you really want to be rich and famous? Maybe you don't want the responsibilities that go with that. I know I've dreamed of some things for a long time and thought, "Mm, you know what? If I really had that, I don't think I'd like the responsibility that goes with it. So that's why it hasn't manifested. So I'm going to leave you with that question. What do you think you really deserve? and in one of my next YouTube videos I'm going to be focusing on that. So I want to thank everybody that came on, everybody that came and visited on this Facebook Live. This is a lot of fun. I love doing this and I want to do a shout out of course especially now to the frontline workers because I'm sure they're holding their breath, wondering how many and when the second wave is going to take place and if it's, have we waited long enough? Uh, But I'm following the methods of or the advice of Dr. Bonnie Henry and I'm listening to my intuition and I'm not opening up in-person readings until June 15th if it's still okay. I may kind of pull the rug from other under people, under people and say sorry we're just going to do Zoom or phone but those are available. Um, I want to thank all the people that have been very respectful and stayed home and followed the rules. Um, it hasn't been easy for any of us but it's all taken a bit of courage and a bit of sacrifice, but obviously in BC at least it's been very worth it. So I thank all the people of BC, Vancouver and Kelowna especially, for being unselfish and and staying home. Um. And then I want to finish this uh, program with a little meditation that I haven't done in a couple of weeks, and this is just to ask you to close your eyes, take a nice deep breath in through the nose and the mouth, exhale through the mouth and imagine that beautiful rose crystal bowl just floating above your lap and anything that you don't want in your body at this time, whether it be physical pain, tension, angst, depression, fatigue, feeling stuck, any of the lower frequency emotions, separation, loneliness, or fear, just take a nice deep breath in of happiness and breathe out all the lower frequency energies, all those negative emotions into that bowl. Nice deep breath in again. And we're going to ask your guides and angels to remove those lower frequencies from you, and just fill you with this lovely light and joy and reminding you that you are who you are going to become already, that everything is waiting to be realized when you are emotionally ready for it. Just relax into this time. You are not stuck. You are not in a void. You are just resting and relaxing and waiting for your dream to manifest. And it will come to you at the right time and place when all the pieces are in place for you. Know that you are loved, guided and protected always. And you all have a very special mission on this planet. But at the moment, the planet is asking you just to rest and relax and wait for direction amen so be it and so it is namaste